Graham. What's up, Shinners, and welcome back to the Shindig podcast, where we get under the skin of the trials community. My name is Matt Pengelly. And I am Tom Hutley. And uh, today's guest is someone who most of you won't know. Some of you will know. Actually, a lot of you might know. Yeah. He's got a BMX. kind of a big deal. (laughs) He is kind of a big deal. We we like him a lot. We like him a lot. Uh, He's got a BMX um, and his, his bike's... I've forgotten what your bike's... Oh, it's an extension Avenger, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. That's extension. right. Yeah. <laughs> so the man, of course, must be Ewan Beedon. Mr. Ewan Beedon. Hello, Ooh. people. Welcome, Ewan. How's it going, Ah, oh, Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, well, it was a real toss-up between... Who do we get with the seats on first? Is it John Shrewsbury or Ewan? And he's like, no. Ewan, John, Ewan... A bit, bit older than think, you. you know? Yeah, well, I think you should go with, like, age first. So, like, definitely John, you know, and then me. He, he, um, he did sort so. of nail it. So you've got some other shoes to fill now, uh, Ewan. You know, you've got a seat. The so second you can, person with a seat. It's slightly easier. You can sit back and, 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 uh, and take it. But um, how are you doing, mate? Where are you? What's going on today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you. Uh, I hope you're well, too. Uh, I'm actually in my study in my house. Uh, you can see I've got loads of engineering stuff yeah, in the man. back that, that Lauren doesn't allow anywhere else. So it's in here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got my frame there. You can see that I made. I definitely didn't put that there so you would see it at all. No, so, that definitely lives um, right there and doesn't take up a table space. <laughs> no, that's it. Love it, yeah. man. Yeah, that thing is gnarly. If you haven't seen it, go and check out Ewan's uh, Instagram. It's pretty, yeah, pretty insane. For uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm in well, just outside of Portsmouth. That's where I'm based. Uh, I've been living here for, well, I've been living in the area for about bloody 15 years now. So, um, but yeah, loving riding street. Made a name for yourself down that way in the south. There's a nice little crew you guys have got. Who are you riding with a lot of, most of the time? Your locals. Who are your local riders? Yeah, so my... Immediate local rider is uh, uh, George Thompson. Um, we shout out to George. Yeah, yeah, shout out to George. Yeah. Um, I met him, uh, it wasn't that long ago, really. Like, I didn't start riding with him, put it that way, because he's a couple of years younger than me. But um, I've really, like, since I got into street, I think it was probably 2016, I really met him. And then, um, yeah, he's just been getting so much better. And, and to be honest, he's literally the same level as I am. It's, it's great because we can... You're pushing each session. other, yeah. Yeah, we can push each other. You know, we both have slightly like better techniques of certain things. So mm. you know, like that, like battle works really yeah. well. But no, I love riding with Georgia, and the banter is just on another level. Um, <laughs> like so much so that online people can be like, "Dude, are you all right?" Like, but no, no, it's fine. Honestly, it's just the way we are. <laughs> yeah. um, like, like I don't go. Like, it's funny, like. We don't really go, oh, go on, you know, you can do it. We just go, mate, you are, you are shit. Go on. Like, <laughs> it does happen. Why aren't you doing yeah. it? No. <laughs> you know? I think Tom you're can so When you get to that level of connection, it's like, I know your weaknesses. You, like, you're basically saying you yeah. have to do it, like, otherwise you are shit. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, like, we know exactly what level each of us are. So if we, like, pick a line, we're like, well, I know you can be being so shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I think we have we have the same we have that same thing. Even though, regardless of a level, we'd be like, "Oh, I can know Matt can do that," and I won't look at it. I won't want to do it. Or same for for Tom. Yeah. But unless you yeah. tell them, yeah, of course you need that. You need that little bit of a, a push. Exactly. And there's a lot of lines and stuff that uh, like I won't do unless someone like George is there, you know, because he's going to be pushing me or watching me and stuff like that. As uh, we actually went out last night and George posted a line 
it was like really sick to be honest it was um I didn't spot it. I, it was actually Lauren that spotted it because uh, she was out filming us and it was up to this like little square bollard. You know, the ones are literally like that, yeah, like yeah. they're really tiny. Uh, and it's like scary enough to just get onto that. But then there was like a, a static up onto a phone box, uh, onto a, a post box. And that wasn't small either. And um, he ended up doing it like, fifth try or something which was like it sounds like real trial to the seat that does yeah i know it. It does, <laughs> there was it no does. rolling involved was there <laughs> it does and um no and like, i wasn't expecting him to just like just you know smash it out and commit to it but he did yeah. and it was just insane um and i i was on my mod last night because i've been enjoying that a bit and i'm right foot forward so i had to come at it at a different angle than him because he's left foot forward um and it sounds like I'm making excuses. And I, I definitely say, here yeah. comes the excuse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it happens. But, no, but the um, slight angle of technicality. <laughs> like, I, I don't sign up that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, laid them all out. I was like, yeah, well, this is just horrible and stuff. And But no, ultimately, it just, I would, it just wasn't in my head at the time. I like, I was in position on this bollard for like loads of goes. And I was just like, oh, man. And you know, if you're not going to, if it's not there in your head, you're going to yeah, not yeah. commit fully yeah, and make a mistake. Yeah, you can't visualise so, it. That's no, the key no. word that I use there. If I can't physically yeah, see my body it. up on top of exactly. that thing, exactly. then you and just... It's, and it's, yeah, like there's that moment when you're just going to preload and you know if you're going to do it or not. And if you're not yeah. already there, then you're kind of, you're going to bail and stuff. I mean... But no, anyway, so, um, <laughs> I gave it a go. And um, I was like, nah, fair play. Like, you can have that. that is, 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 you know, but it's just like stuff like that. And, you know, like, I'm yeah, just two different, completely, two, you know. two, you know, completely different bikes. Again, this is how we get yeah. it. We're going on these rides and you're like, oh, mm. actually, I could do it on this bike. Some things are slightly easier on, on the other. But like skipping back to that, I wanted to go right back to the start. Like you just said, you went out on your 20 inch um, last yeah. night. You've got a, a 24 inch um uh, street carbon bike, I might add, for people that don't know, the 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 Avengers are carbon frame. Right. Where did it all start, though? Yeah, I think you a lot know, of our listeners is... would be interested to know because you're you know you're smashing out in the streets and stuff. But like, where's the? Yeah, and, I, in, I don't and you're also yet. riding a twenty inch like you would too. I know, but let's let's go right back to the start of when you got into trials. Like, what was your first bike, and what did you what did you see when getting on a trials bike that you needed to to achieve? If you wait one minute. I'm going to go and get my first frame. Oh, please in the do. Next room. Yeah, yeah, Literally. go and do it. Your first ever frame. We don't think we've had this yet, right? <laughs> no. I don't even know what it was. This is why I'm, I'm genuinely asking him. Submit your I, answers on a postcard I don't now. actually know. Oh, what could it be? I'm pretty sure he did start on a bike with no seat, is my point. This is kind of what I'm getting something. To. So we're going to right, find out right. anyway. <laughs> right, so this, well, actually, tell her like, this was probably my my second bike but it was like the first proper trials bike yeah. that i bought and it was like legit hydraulic hs33s you know yeah <laughs> i mean everyone had one of these Wait, okay everyone had one of these yes look yeah. at that yes the t pro yeah. you still got the frame man <laughs> i still got it and just check out some of these dents on it man look at that is it not like cracked under is... that gusset it's got a yeah. trials form sticker look at that yeah so you can see there that I actually welded well. I was about to say that. Looks... My dad, yeah, my dad at the time welded on this massive gusset because it literally, I snapped it uh, just down from that weld, which is where most frames go. Yeah. Um, but then it actually 
started to crack again, if you can see that there. Yeah, wow. see, that, that happened to there. my old ones. I've so, had a few. They all done that, didn't the they? Because it was just that stress through that gusset. I don't know what I'm talking about here. You and tell us what happens. Tell us the science behind this. Actually, what are we on about? Yeah, he's a fucking engineer. Well, the thing is, the thing is, like all welded frames, okay, um, they lesson time. <laughs> when they when Sorry. they get made, yeah. when they get made, okay, they obviously get welded together. But when you weld something together, it's a lot of heat into the material. Like it gets really hot, and you you you're almost changing the structure of it and the properties. And where you weld it, it introduces stress rises into the material. Okay, and a stress riser is a point where so like say if I do a mm. drop, okay, and all the force travels up this down tube, yeah, it's going to stop right where that weld is because that's the first point where, right. you know. Like a shock absorber yeah. almost. Yeah, exactly. But, but basically the all the stress gets concentrated at the weld areas, okay. This is why carbon fibre is so good because you've got no welds. It's and, just one single mould. Yeah, so all the shock gets distributed evenly and it's really like absorbent as well like it feels stiff okay. it my brain's just no, gone I know, but here's now, a like... really stupid question like this is my thing this is odd why have they not cnc'd a frame then like i know that's a big block of metal but wouldn't that mean there would be no welds i know well we're it's looking there. at a trial frame but no it's um i know, no, it's I know. i'm talking the thing is, trials is such a niche sport, as you know. We're yeah. all in it. You know, yeah, we kind of know everyone in it. You know, <laughs> it's a mark that, like, you can get Martin Ashton on here because that is how small the sport is. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm glad it is because, you know, like, we have access I to, mean, like, thank goodness we can get riders. you and Beedon on too, you know. Yeah. Oh, mate, you know, all access, yeah. <laughs> I know. Would you have to pay him? How about that? But yeah, no, that's oh, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. is, only guess we is that, to pay. maybe you can answer that. Like, is that too it's, expensive? Is that like... Absolutely. Yeah, well, there's loads of angles to it. So it, obviously, I mean, thing is, the fact that even in mountain biking, there's a, there's not even a handful of uh, commercial CNC bike frames you can buy. Mm. I know there's one. Uh, well, actually, there's a couple. There's this company called uh, Pole or Pole. P-O-L-E, mm. uh, and uh, they literally make uh, CNC bike frames, you know, mountain bike frames. Uh, they look a lot different to that. Uh, they actually make it in two halves and then they uh, they bond them together. So that's a good way of doing it. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's another uh, German uh, guy who's making his own frames, but basically companies don't want to do it because, for instance, uh, just the buying the material for that mm. frame behind me costs a grand just the material and that's wow. two big billets of aluminium it's not yeah. even made it yet you're just yeah. buying the <laughs> right yeah, yeah. yeah i see and okay. you know you've got to get the right material and then you've got to program it you've got to design it you've then got to make it you know and uh the, the amount of testing you'd need to get something down light enough as well because that there that that, that weighs a lot because i didn't have the time i only right. had one billet to do I didn't have the time to develop it and, you know, cut the weight down. I, I could have done, but then I might have yeah. run the risk of snapping it. And I didn't want to, because it's my only one. So I made it heavier and almost bulletproof because I only had one to make, but basically it, it just costs so much. And CNC machining, although it's really cool and, you know, the machine does it all for you, which it doesn't really, you have to tell it what to do. Yeah. It just kind of runs itself, but it takes hours. I mean, that alone, just machining time, so not me programming or anything. That was probably about 200 hours just machining time. And that's loads of different setups. You know, you, 
it's hard to explain, obviously, but basically, well, there's a lot. Inv- it does sound it's too much money. <laughs> it does sound there's a lot involved, and it's not just the money, perhaps, like you were saying. Time, no. yeah, time that's is it. Another thing. I mean, I would, I would go as far as to say that a CNC bike would cost way more than even a carbon fiber frame. So mm. obviously, there's not a lot of carbon fiber frames in trials because, again, they have to machine the molds, and it's a complete manual process laying up the layers of carbon in the mold. I mean, you've got to put it in the oven. You've got to, you've got to have all the right gear. You've got to have a press, all that stuff. But like a CNC frame would be even more expensive than that. Yeah, um, that and, makes sense now. And it wouldn't be as strong. I mean, you know, see, like people think CNC parts are the nuts nuts because they look cool. You can steal the little lines in them, and they yeah. do, you know. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, people I like, like it. it. Yeah. The thing is, though, a CNC part shouldn't actually have all those lines in it people leave them in it because oh, to make it what, look like it's that, cnc'd that's what the market like uh, you know yeah hope. I, I, I see hope. So if anyone doesn't know what we're sort of talking about look at like yeah a hope lever um around the caliber oh, i'm getting more words wrong anyway anyway <laughs> i've got around the caliber around the yeah i've got a hub here yeah which i actually got from a cnc show because uh, i i went to one at work CNC anyway show. Um, <laughs> yeah of course there's well, a thing like go to an expo well, and everything's cnc <laughs> it, yeah <laughs> was there like a mate your tent ain't cnc <laughs> like well, that's not cnc <laughs> <laughs> yeah go on that's class. it's actually called uh the mac the MACH exhibition, and it's and it's run every year at the NEC in Birmingham. So I mean, it's a massive event. That is a big and, deal. NEC and C. Yeah. NEC and C. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's just the morning. I see what you did there. Coffee's kicking in now. Coffee's kicking in. Anyway, anyway, so this was one of the machines. Well, there was a machine that was basically just like smashing out these, you know, just as a demonstration. So for the listeners who can't see this, that's the what I hope. Holding up a hub. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of Easter eggs if you actually watch this episode. So there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, uh, so this is machined all in one go. Obviously, it's a bike hub. It it's cool. actually not. Yeah. It's actually quite a big hub. I think it might be off like a huge fat bike or something because it is quite big. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. this was machined in one go and it's really shiny. I mean, I know you can't really see a lot, but you can't see any of those little lines that companies like Hope, they, they yeah. like to leave it them on. Pr- you know? It looks like a proper smooth... You know, exactly and it's bulky. because you can get it like that and basically to anyone else like the goal for me is to make something on a machine that people can't tell how it was made that's the goal yeah yeah because they're like whoa i can't see you know, that's when they you like, can't see the join there'd be can't some see the sort join. of thing that's there. why i know some frames they sand the welds down and make them smooth yeah. or whatnot exactly that um and you know like for a lot of companies <laughs> so we're just know, admiring they how, somehow yeah, tom, no, that's is frozen. Yeah. tom is okay. frozen that, that I'm is glad really impressive we're just going to quickly like change halfway that i know it's see. like early halfway morning in the frame. it is i mean <laughs> yeah. yeah tom that's just how you are like your mind's going Rest your body in face. i think oh, we'll change the camera to be honest okay um, okay so we'll pause there we'll go back to making stuff without being able to see how it's made. making well, stuff yeah that's it so basically that is the that's like the ultimate cnc go i guess but it's funny because that actually takes longer to do and people don't know it's been cnc'd so actually like people like hope right. and whatnot is it, and yeah, you know that actually like leave all those machining rough marks on because that's 
they're the marks left when you rough a putt out because you go down through the you know through the size of the yeah. cutter. So you rough the material out. You then go in with a smaller cutter. You you go in with a bit more, and a, you you kind of work your way down like that, and that's how you do it. But of course, if you can leave on all those marks and people love it even more, then you're going to make more money out of it. So it's hope so have done really well. I like how certain you know industries I mean? have their perceptions like that. Like when I used to work in like doing TV advertising, right? You turn up. Obviously, you can get really good quality mm. like DSLR cameras now. Yeah. If you turn up a little yeah, DSLR. Yeah our camera on a tripod they're like you ain't filming an advert but you put you put a um i can't remember the name of it is but they uh you know when you see like film set cameras and they've got that little uh box on the end of it with a little flap that comes up so it's like a big aperture that comes off the end of it a soft box or whatever i can't remember what it's called that That sort of thing so you're just adding stuff to it just to kind of look professional yeah yeah and i suppose that's the same thing with the cnc yeah because then you know what oh this was definitely oh i can tell it was doing now i can tell it was cnc because of these lines and you know so then the people know it's got that yeah exactly Mm. but and i mean i i actually i i spent a lot of time uh rubbing down that that frame behind me when i made it oh, i bet you did yeah like yeah. to make sure uh to make sure that pete <laughs> sorry i was just picturing you rubbing your frame sure... down you know oh, mate, mate, I... <laughs> any any chance i get i i rub my sorry frame, lauren i'm know. gonna go rub the frame down in <laughs> yeah, my okay fine that's that's, that's why he's moved all the engineering stuff in that room you know yeah i've actually got more frames in the other room that yeah, like sure. i I have a wall of frame. That's what I call it. Um, so, oh. yeah. Oh. I mean, I love it. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not going to... Yeah. If I had yeah, enough... Anyway. I do have enough frames. I'm pretty certain I would have done the same Yeah. Thing. I like keeping frames. Well, it seems as, it's, as we're on this topic, cool. which I love that anyway. we've sort of gone into a bit of the engineering side of things. Yeah. Was yeah. Asking yeah. About, we was asking about how we started, asking, but well, we'll come back to that. We'll come, yeah. we will, we'll come back to that. One thing I wanted to, to go on, you said about this... Have you got any insight then into, I know you've recently bought a 3D printer and I myself have recently in the last year had some experience with a 3D printer. My company bought yeah. one and we've been making mounts and stuff for cameras for it. Um, little 3D yeah. print, that one. Um, yeah, awesome. Uh, awesome little design. I'm the only one, that, the only thing I've made so far is a VW car. They do a po- cool. You can do a Golf, yeah, but yeah. it looks fucking gnarly. Um, I've just lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. Do you have you got any thoughts into the future of three D printing for trials? Then what, what's your mm. uh, is is that going to be used at all? I don't. Yeah, so rapid prototyping. So I mean, we've got a three D printer at work, uh, which only prints an ABS, um, but it's it's used all the time when it's when it's working. That is, um, <laughs> you know, uh, for making well. Uh, rapid prototype parts for you know what yeah, we do at work. Yeah, I mean that's the only experience test, I've had you know, from it yeah. is we'll make so, a mount and go, does that work? Cool. You send it to the manufacturer and go, this is what we want. Make it in metal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, Martin, it has, it has loads of benefits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, you. Sorry, it has it has loads of benefits. So obviously, I mean, you may have heard of uh, you know uh, metal three D printing. You know, I mean, I haven't. So they can tell pretty, us now. So they can 3D yeah. print in metal now. Is that a thing? Yeah, they can. Yeah, so they can 3D print in a lot of metals. Um, that must be a hot fucking ink. At these are. Like. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's um, it's um, yeah. I mean, it's really expensive to get done. I mean, it really is new technology, but you can 3D print parts that you wouldn't otherwise be able to make even with a CNC machine. Do you know what I mean? So it, it like, for instance, if you had, I don't know, uh, like a ball inside a ball inside a ball yeah mm. and you can't get them out that's impossible to make unless you 3d print it yeah you yeah, see what i'm saying uh, yeah no because you actually yeah. there's no physical way to get it in there's no physical yeah, way. i fact, understand so as it's being I'm, made you have to build on top of it 
I've just got like an example. you can't put a brick in the middle of a hat. Like you have to build bricks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got an example. You see that is a cube in a cube in a cube. You see that? And, I love but you that. Can't get that them is out. wicked, man. Yeah, that's yeah. You cool. can't get them out. So there's there's three cubes in there. But the thing is, is I I actually did machine that, so it's not impossible to make. But the analogy is pointless. Then <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, I I know. This is just an example. Yeah, 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 yeah. In this case, like this is a little kind of like one of those like. I don't know, bloody Chinese trick things or whatever that you know, mate. Yeah. But yeah. literally, I didn't, I didn't push those in there. I, I actually made it with them already inside it like that. Yeah. But the difference is, is that they've got holes in the side, so you can get like little tools in there to like undercut it and stuff. And you know, that's how you make it. But for instance, mm. if that was like, if that didn't have those circular holes in each of the faces, but those cubes were still in there, that would be impossible to make, obviously, wouldn't it? But yeah. if you three D printed it. You could obviously 3D print it in layers and you could print them inside each other. So there's, yeah. you know, and it's, you know, uh, so you can print very complex shapes with, you know, holes inside, you know, tubes inside everything, you know, that you just can't make otherwise. It's so like that's really You can good. make a lever and you'd be like, this piston's never coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, exa- are well, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I know, um, really well, I mean, I did some research uh, for uh, last year's uni thing i did last year and it was um it was about some bike frames uh because i had to come up with different ideas when i was doing that bike frame you know like you know like how could i make this frame in in a different way to solve the same problem uh because i was trying to solve the problem of welds and how they introduce stress into the material like i was talking about yeah and a cnc frame would get rid of that because it's made in one piece yeah. anyway i digress the um uh there was this company that 3d printed its own frame out of metal it was actually i think it was titanium believe it or not wow so um, this is what i was getting at is this going to be possible it clearly yeah. has been done it definitely is cool. uh how they made it uh because basically they didn't have a big enough machine to print it all in one go um and it was also a a full suspension bike so you know they it were still limited has to be on... in pieces because there's fun- yeah there's, it's moving. yeah they got the linkage yeah yeah they got the linkage and stuff but yeah so they they actually 3d printed it in in parts about that big so let's say about 300 by 300 mil yeah mm. and what they did is they designed it to be sleeved into the tubing and then they glued it in yeah. and that's how they that's how they pieced this 3d wow, printed like bike a puzzle. together yeah well that's yeah. how you used to do bikes exactly. they used to butt them together right you, you just yeah yeah well, that's it. Just... and push yeah. and you see yeah and you see a lot of uh, frames um actually the perfect example is uh do you know the uh the athertons I don't yeah do you know of the, Atherton, the yeah. yeah yeah dan g and um god the name escapes me rachel atherton yeah so they're yeah so that they're a very famous downhill racing family that uh you know they live in uh, wales is sponsored by red bull anyway and they just uh, recently bought out their own um like a series of bikes that they're currently testing themselves, but they have 3D printed titanium uh, gusset, like kind of lugs at like the head tube, you know, like the bottom bracket seat stay area. Yeah. And then they've got carbon fiber tubes that press into them and they glue in. So that is the best of both worlds. Isn't it really? Yeah. I've seen some similar frames where you have like a top tube is just carbon. Yeah. Or something. Was there a trial exactly, frame? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there ever... Was, I'm sure there was a trial frame that had part carbon, part I seem to think there was. Someone comment down so. here. I feel was like it, it was a Cox. A Cox. Yeah. I don't know why I'd be saying that. I think Cox always kind of bit in the forefront of 
So like anyone who knows, comment below. It wasn't. It wasn't memory. Jack Miku ran that frame, was it? it wasn't, I, yeah. Do you know what? That is, you might. You're getting onto you know something what? there. I, like, I feel I like Jack, Jack, Jackson Adam. quite iconic. It's he listens yeah. like every week. I'm almost certain. Uh, he's cutting a tree right now listening to our voice. And it's like, it was a cox carbon. It was a Cox Carbon, wasn't it? I, that, th- like, I it, think it was yeah, called a Cox yeah. Carbon. Anyone get at us. You must know the answers. Yeah, there. you We'd must love know. to know that. But I mean, it's definitely, yeah, you know, because obviously it's it's cheaper to buy just as like a cylinder yeah. of carbon and yeah. then you just, you know, integrate it into your frame. So I mean, it makes sense. If the tube's you know, already um, made, just yeah. like, okay. Exactly, because then you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to make the mould. You don't have to do any of that crap. So it's, uh, but yeah, basically there's, there's loads of opportunities for it. It's just really expensive. Like I'm talking like if i wanted to print this cube thing you know i'd be looking probably about 600 quid upwards in metal just to make that it is ridiculously expensive right. at the moment um but, but that's in, in terms the future, of time right because yeah. you say that's expensive now let's say just 30, in terms of the metal just yeah like, sorry yeah. the metal and, and the value of the the product let's say the material well i mean that's going to decrease over time so let's say Obviously, in 30 years technology printing... always trickles down exactly from, yeah. they'll be 3d printing our macbook it always one does day. Because it's metal. I didn't know they could 3D print metal, so that's I've learned something yeah. today. That's not the only thing with like 3D printing is that it, it it'll never be as strong as say if you forge something. So you know that's why forge stems, forge cranks are the strongest cranks you can get because mm. it is the strongest process. They're they're stronger yeah. than seeing seeing stuff, which people don't seem to get around in their head. Even though forging's cheaper. Doesn't look as nice. There's no lines on the metal. <laughs> no, exactly. But it is stronger. It is. Yeah. Um, you know, so... Don't fix it if but, it ain't hey, broke. You know, you know it's, there's obviously a reason that we're still running. So we've done about 15 minutes on metal and uh, whatnot. But thanks for that little you <laughs> But this is what I love about the trials community because we have so many different like heads who've got like so much specialties and expertise. Right, yeah, so we've got a big... I mean. Yeah, so when a Josh Leach and Ewan are going to come up with this amazing new frame design that will be called the, the I don't know, come up with a funny oh, name. Josh, but... is, oh, Josh is an amazing uh, fabricator. He Absolutely. Really is. That's I'm, what I'm yeah. saying. I'm you know, quite jealous. I'm quite jealous. your heads I, and make us a yeah, frame. I mean, <laughs> I'm, you know, like, I'm a, I am a machinist. So that's what I do. I, I kind of make smaller things out of bigger bits of metal that is literally what yeah. i do really so whereas he he can make loads of stuff but he can just weld bits together and join them and stuff like that by you know by other means and yeah. i mean i can i you <laughs> make I, it work i i have welded and stuff before and i can but it's nowhere near to the you know you know the talent that's, that's a major um, skill yeah it is Josh. A major oh yeah skill, definitely so. it is really difficult i mean you know especially tig if you want to you know, get into it but yeah it's um no, I, I've said for ages that I'd love to go up to his little garage where he does most of his work and just have a little, you know, just look around with him because that'd be cool. There you go, like Josh. Josh. Ewan's asking for an invite there. Um, oh, there you get, go. Get him, no, out, he's... get him over. He's got a couple of our frames at the moment um, that I'm getting Yeah, I know. As well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know. Um, shout out to uh, shout out to Josh Leach. Mr. Leach. Yeah. Shout out to Josh Leach. Mr. Down to yeah. Um, He's going to love that part of the episode, isn't it? Oh, yeah. oh fabrication time. Um, <laughs> oh, fabrication. Right, well, let's, 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 yeah. let's go, go back to where we was going let's with this Let's go right then. back. So yeah. how did you get into trials? And then, yeah, what so, did it look like for you? I started on this. Well, so actually, actually, I started on the BMX, let's face it. I like oh, like an actual BMX. BMX. <laughs> like an actual BMX, yeah. You know, it was one of those GT Vertigo steel things that weighed five tons. Did it have back- pegs on it? Uh, well, obviously, I put them on because I'm cool. Did it have a gyro so... on it? Was that what you first learned? <laughs> yeah, to your tail with? it yeah. really did. It oh, did, but God. I didn't. Did the gyro I didn't... work? Thing is, 
Yeah, it did. Of course, the break. Yeah, but of course, yeah, but of course, the break had like the mechanical advantage of like, I don't know, half your finger. You know, it was just (laughs) horrible. Um, (laughs) It's like, oh, pulling this and oh, it's not working. Um, But no, I I started on that, you know, because that was a cool thing to do. Went down skate parks for about a year or so. Um, How old are you at this point, you? How old am I? I was probably, I must have been about 2007. Um, so I think I was about 12, 12 or 13 um, at the time. Yep. Um, anyway, and I got uh, riding with a guy uh, from school who lived up my road as well. And he was an only child. Well, I mean, was he still is? Um, <laughs> they randomly um, had another child when they yeah. No, on. no. Uh, but I'm not saying like this is inherent of like all only children. But this guy was spoiled. He really was. Like he had happens, all the man, stuff yeah. he wanted. Does, he had yeah. the you know. I mean, to be fair, you know, if you're the only child and and you, you know and you're the parent, and you got the money. Why not? I guess. But exactly. It, you know, some of my friends are like made, that, and they they live it by. It made by him. It, yeah the only annoying thing was it made him into kind of this guy that that didn't really have a lot of skill but he thought just by getting the latest thing that he was automatically better than everyone else my town um, was full of, well like, they maybe weren't automatically better but full of people like that the, the classic line when the, the Ons, gear and no idea comes to mind well when the yeah, odds sort of range of the comp and the pro came out so yeah. many people got like the t comp because it was just like the most expensive ones the parents were like oh that's going to be the best one yeah and I had yeah. the TV, the bottom range. Who's still riding trials now and better than whatever they were? Yeah, mm, I was in exactly. my De Bomb had V brakes on it, my first one. Yeah. And there's Aaron and then You don't um, learn Cruiser them. You don't appreciate the, spec, the specking up. But yeah. um, but anyway, so he yeah. was all the gear no idea. I've actually, yeah, I've actually got photos of these bikes, so I can send them to you yeah, if you we'll want. Have to get my um, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, he randomly got hold of, I don't know who from, can't remember, but he got hold of a Onza T Bird. Remember those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. So you know, it's the one with the tiny little seat. This one, you know, like uh, you know, even smaller than mine. And anyway, so he had one of those, although it had been kind of modified slightly, so Mm. it didn't have a 19-inch rear wheel anymore. It had a 20-inch and had V brakes and stuff. But like, still, I was like, oh my god, you know, why is this bike like that? I was so interested to see what it was and how it, you know, and you know, then I noticed you know trials and at the time uh the uh the trial mag was you know coming out i don't know if it's still coming out now but i used to buy it every week the motorbike trials one with just like a yeah. little bit of bike trails in there yeah mainly was, like cop um, sort of stuff i never really. got it actually yeah again. i was only no, I was a big I MBUK, got it. big shout out to my nan that was another one that she uh, provided <laughs> for us well, she went in the news um, agents. She's like, oh, this new magazine's out. I'm like, yes. I've actually <laughs> still one. got them all, you see. This one here, you hey. see? That oh, one. Wow. And, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm quite I think sad Scott I'm Wilson had a feature in one got... of them, I think. Oh, you're probably yeah. right. Scott, let us I know. Actually, and then I'll know he's listening. I actually kept all the like, like all the posters you used to get in them. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> so... <laughs> I yeah, get... still got them in his, yeah, in his, uh, in his room. Still stuck together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Some of them I had to throw away because they, yeah, they were old <laughs> pages. They were a bit glued together forever now. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, yeah, there was always a little bit on like you know uh, actual bike trials in there. So then I kind of thought, oh, you know, this is it. You know, this is really cool. Um, and it's funny because yeah, because uh, I I remember that uh, Jack Meek had a poster of him doing that famous front flip in Bristol one. Yeah. On one bit, and that was cool. But anyway, yeah. So I quickly was like, oh my god, you know. You, you know, this is so cool. I really want to do this. I always wanted to do like the little tricks and moves on bikes rather than just riding up ramps, you know. And 
I, I bought the bike off him for like 100 quid, which to be fair was a complete ripoff because I was just buying the frame really, like everything else was shit on it. But it, it got me in the door, yeah. And then I kind of thought, well, you know, you know, so I went around on that for a few months, probably, probably not even that. I you know, started breaking things as we all do. And um, my parents, um, you know, like they were really keen on me, you know, getting into it because they knew of the competition side. And they went to this uh, this shop called Owen Cycles in Petersfield, near where I live. Um, and uh, there was another trials rider there that, uh, God, I, I can't remember his name. But anyway, he's been to Radfest and whatnot. I, I didn't know him If you know who anyway, he's talking about, went there. <laughs> if, yeah, it's you. If, know, if it's you. Yeah, if I know. Oh, God, it's, it's like, so, Yeah, I remember grooming you. Uh, you were... Owen Cycles in Petersfield, yeah. <laughs> I think it may be. Uh, the guy may be related to uh, Stuart Powney. Do you know him? You know him? No. I anyway. don't. I'm so sorry. Guys. Nightmare. I'm sorry, no, no. But everyone, it's fine. if you know who it is, um, comment it, below. Somebody does. Yeah. You and someone does. Somebody does. Somebody does. Anyway, my parents went there. They saw that full build on the T Pro. And I mean, it was like mint. You know, even had like the, the hedgehogs cut out of the rings. You know, oh, sick. I remember that. Yeah. Which is actually a really bad engineering design. But still. <laughs> It's it was sick. Okay, I love that he said that. Oh, what even the side ones, the side holes too. Those hog rims you're talking about. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, oh, there yeah, were circles yeah, yeah. on they the were... sides. So that's probably not as bad. No, right? but I mean there were just lots of holes though, right? Yeah, they were they were bad. <laughs> just because, as I was saying, like like those hedgehogs obviously had spikes on their back, and it was all cut into the rim. Yeah, and a sharp corner is also another area for a stress riser so cracks usually form from sharp corners or edges you see so um that's really bad earlier, around, from yeah. our lesson earlier we know that that's which is why yeah which is why rims have circular holes or they have square holes with with uh, radiuses radiuses in the corners ding, and yeah anyway yes uh so they bought that for 280 pounds which was actually a really good deal because mm. it had four HS33s a whole lot I got onto that as you can see I rode it for ages really liked it did everything on that went to the skate park then went into the street I attended the Hampshire bike trials competitions when they were still going from 2008 to like 2009 10 which was amazing I've, I've still got some of my like novice uh you know like glass medal type things which yeah. is really cool um I wish they were still going because they were really participation good. They got me into trophy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you made it here well done yeah, um, though, you though. paid the entry but fee no, <laughs> yeah but yeah that's that's how i met luke walder who i'm still really good mates with you know you know luke he's a he's great um he's an og there was other... in trials mate yeah, like, og definitely literally an og just because i don't know if we ever have shout out to luke walder right yeah now. shout out luke walder. secret powerhouse um, oh, does, mate, those calves does more for the captain calves like does more for the community than most people know. Um, he really does, you know, yeah. Uh, and he's just in in the background, so um, just a, a lovely little shout for Mr. Luke Walder there. So. Absolutely, Much yeah. What, Luke. what a bloke, yeah. What a bloke. So yeah, you um, met you met um, Luke then. Yeah. And that was when you realised, oh, there's other. I met Luke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and he wasn't that far from me as well, you know. I mean, um, even now he only lives about 10, 15 minutes from me. Um, but yeah, so I met Luke Walder, met other people like Nick Manning. He was there for a few cons. Scott Wilson. Scott Wilson was... Wilson. What a guy. Wilson. Scott Wilson. 
yeah. love Scott. He is he is the nicest guy on the planet. Yeah, and, uh, I've, he is. I've been to yeah, super chill, super cool. I went to dress the camp with him in 2015 or 14, and it was just so much fun with him. But anyway, yeah, so he was there, met loads of people, and that was really good. Uh, but then they had to shut it down because uh, one of the guy, I think his name was Terry Praves, um, he had a heart condition and he nearly died, uh, and he thought he'd wow. give it a rest, which is fair enough. Um, mm. But um, yeah, no one else took it on, and I thought, well. I can't go anywhere else. I better go to the streets, you know, like, and um, actually funny enough, funny enough, that's where I met Ben Walsh, you know, good old Ben Walsh. Yeah. Um, it was, um, this is when the trolls so addict life started. Yeah. 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 So he was going to these competitions when they were still running and, you know, he was literally doing it out of his van, you know, and he actually hooked me up with an Onza Rice two frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was probably my favorite mod. Uh, they were amazing I frames because I they had the were very amazing. last uh, Onza one. So you had the, the next frame two, which had a disc mount it was the only difference. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing yeah, yeah. frames. If I could get one again, that was mint, I bloody would. And I'd ride it. It was, yeah. a, 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 it just looked so cool. It cool. just was. Yeah. And I, you know, saved up my pennies, you know, cutting lawns, you know, got that frame off him, built it up. You know, with my steel Onza guy forks that were so heavy, uh, but uh, but they sorry. were but they were bombproof. You know, like yeah, I yeah. I I went through loads of frames, but never broke those. You know, so but yeah, went through that frame, and at this point, I was like, you know what, I'm I'm learning. You know, foot jam whips. I've seen Danny Mac. I want to do that stuff. You know, this I bike is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this bike isn't meant for the side load, you know. Like, I mean, I, I used to ride the, literally my mod side miles load. and miles and miles. Yeah, so... Never heard that. What, no, he's going to go into it now. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when you do anything that means you land sideways, yeah? So you like literally... side hop. I know that. Well, you get, yeah, I would say a no. gap. I don't even mean like, like a gap to back. When we Flip are... does those like 180 exactly. spins or whatever, like, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, for instance, if you do a 180, you are turning in the air. And then the only reason why you stop is because you hit the ground. Okay. So that rotational force of the frame is then stopped instantly and you get a lot of flexing of just to the clarify bike for because the it's trying to stop. The 180, like when you go from like when you see Danny Matt do it from like over. Um, run railway track line to the other you know you're going yeah. across the distance you're going sideways as well like you said yeah, yeah. that or you know just a normal bunny at 180 you know yeah. the same kind of thing oh okay yeah, um yeah. yeah or you know if you do a, a foot whip or whatever yes yeah, so, you know like, uh, like a foot jam tail whip your front wheel stays still your back wheel goes round, and then it hits the ground yeah um but if we watch basically... it in slow-mo there would be some flex you're sort of saying yeah yeah, yeah absolutely but basically as i was saying earlier about welds and stuff all that like all that stress and all that force that travels up through the you know through the chain stays it it meets at one point and it will meet where the seat tube is uh, connected to the top tube yeah just like yeah. you know just under your seat yeah. yeah and that's where most frames crack they they crack ar- around those welds because of all these side loading that goes through it okay mm-hmm. whereas if it was just like just normal trials bikes yeah you don't really have a lot of that because, as you said, you're doing side ops, you're doing gaps where, yeah, you twist a little bit, but your tires so your tires are so soft that they absorb a hell of a lot of the impact as well. Yeah. So yeah. they don't have to be as strong in those sideways motions as street bikes do. So street bikes are heavier. They're designed in such a way where they've got big triangles, yeah? And, of course, the bigger the triangle, the closer the triangle is to a to an equilateral triangle so all all three sides are the same yeah. the strongest you know the strongest yeah, it's going to yeah. be 
Yeah. So that's why street bikes are like that. So and, wait, um, you said it, the, the stress kind of meets in the middle, like the seat tube area. So does that then mm. kind of mean that the street bikes, that's why it's an advantage, like design advantage that they then have a seat or at least a decent sized seat tube then? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, so I totally agree. Seat is needed and for those moves then, effectively. Oh, right? we'll and allow it. it. Yeah, I've, I've never. <laughs> we'll allow I've it. Never thought, we're, I've never thought about that before. We're, we're but, making um, some breakthrough yeah. discoveries right in the here dance, yeah. on the Shindig podcast. Absolutely, just gone. Wow, it's. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, to be fair, yeah, I didn't think I'd be learning this on a on a Saturday morning. I got up like earlier than I do for work for this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and now you're learning, mate. You know, you're gonna learn. Oh, um, I'm gonna no, carry all my life off. No, that's why. Yeah, and you know, it's um, yeah. I, I mean, you know, a lot of materials and frames have come on now. So even like, even like the TGS bikes that are coming out now, like they are a lot stronger than they were. You know, like yeah, and that's and that's down to a lot of the you know, the manufacturing processes, the materials, you know, and stuff like that. And yeah. how, and like how stiff the bikes are, you know, with all these bolt through going on, uh, disc mounts. Yeah. Disc mounts are, are so much less stress put through the frame because you yeah. don't flex the chain stays. I mean, that's just mm. obvious anyway. Um, you know, because aluminium fatigues way quicker than something like steel, which can flex a little bit. Um, mm. and yeah, eventually, aluminium will grow a crack you won't see it but it will be there and you know that stress riser and then it'll work its way around as we saw in uh in reading with josh's yeah. bike yeah. And then, Rockman, yeah you know yeah. the there more you, you flex it yeah the more you flex it aluminium will just break it won't give you warning like steel steel will bend and it will break whereas aluminium just goes and anyone who snaps forks or frames knows that it it just goes like that yeah. um that's why i just but, don't uh, do hooks so you <laughs> saw that there was limitations in like riding a mod and you, you said side loads you needed something that's a bit more because you was doing like more streety kind of danny map moves basically so that's what yeah that's it and i and, and i see the longer the bike the harder it is to spin put it that yeah, way you know, and, bottom line is if you, if you like moving an arm that's twice as long it's harder to you know to turn around so leverage, yeah. well exactly that yeah. and the you know the geometry was was different the bb was really high which i don't like i like a low bb um and you know obviously like the front of the bus you you way over the front wheel so your weight's all in the wrong place for doing that stuff because it's quite I mean, a difference though that is a massive jump like yeah. on the ice like nah yeah 24 inch inspired or whatever your sorry your next bike was I went on to an Onza Zoot, good old Onza Zoot. Mm. Ah, you know, really eased was, himself in there, yeah. you know, keeping it, yeah. Yeah, keeping it with the Onzas. <laughs> yeah. So Onza Zoot was like their 24, their take on a 24, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, right. yeah that's it. Um, and I'm not going to lie, it lasted me three weeks and I snapped it in three weeks. Um, wow. I mean, I would have gone out every day. You I was basher. Doing, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. Even now I bash, the, you know, the shit out of my out of my bikes you know i mean not as much as i used to obviously we were learning but you know if you're trying to do a big up to back or something or well, there's a lot of impact and momentum so you know that's you, what happens yeah. yeah yeah but you know yeah you know you never stop uh you know progressing do you and if you're progressing then you're going to be failing so if you're not failing you ain't progressing that's just it. the way it that's is it. Isn't it? and then you won't be getting any shindigs that's it exactly yeah <laughs> um but yeah so i got that bike i mean i I loved it just because it's 24. It was quite a shock, obviously. Big old bike, you know, it's hard to do stuff. But I made a video within those three weeks and um, snapped that. And then I went to one of the early, well, I don't know if it was early. Yeah, 
I think it was one of the like mid to early tarty days. It was up in Wales. Do you remember? It was in Rill. I went to that one. Very early. Oh, yeah, I went you to did. that one with James Davies. Yeah. yeah, we drove. Yeah, it was the one. It was the one where we. Well, it wasn't me because I no, was like. No, we all got in trouble. Young. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, well, yeah, Adam because Besson there was that threw huge... cans of paint in the fire and it was all exploding. And he was like, if no one owns up to it, we're cancelling this thing or whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Did yeah, sorry. It, Literally, yeah. it was insane. No, I, he didn't. I, I was there with John <laughs> Shrewsbury. I was there with John Shrewsbury, um, who is another really good mate of mine. I've known him for years now. Yeah. And I used to look up to him. I still do if I wanted to. I was going to say, the... you used to. He... Like, come on. <laughs> he, was on <laughs> he was on the inspired team. And like anyone on that team was like the elite, in my opinion, like literally yeah. up there with God. And I was like, oh, so cool. You know, that's, that's what I want to do. And then obviously I met him and it was, it was great. We're really close, really close. So you know? is that like uh, a tipping point? <laughs> <laughs> That's a tipping point. You've just been like, I'm going to stick really hard at this discipline of trials. And you knew that was your kind of... I think so, yeah. You know, like, especially, I mean, you know, I'd be lying if I said seeing Danny Mac's videos didn't inspire me. I mean, it definitely did uh, in a way that yeah. no one else could. Um, I wouldn't go as far as to say that I want to be exactly like him. I don't. I've, you know, I've developed my own writing styles and stuff over the years. But a lot of the stuff at the start, yeah, I learned it exactly. If, if, if I saw him do it, that's what I learned. Down to the down to the detail of how I do my foot jam tail whips. Now, yeah. I'm right foot forward. Danny Mac is left foot forward. And I saw him spin one way. And I thought, well, that's obviously the way you got to spin. I didn't know about these left, right or left yeah, foot Yeah, yeah, you, so, you were literally uh, copying him word for word. So you're like, I've got to so spin I learned to the left. It. So I learned it the other way, which made it really difficult to learn. And I still struggle with them more consistently than, say, George. George is much more consistent at them than me because he is left foot forward and he gets it the right way. And it's all down to how you catch it. See, I didn't know that. So are you still doing it the wrong way or have you sort of undone it, but it's still not great? I still do it the wrong way. I still do it the wrong way because it's so... Again, I didn't know that there was a wrong one, but of course there yeah, is. No, it's yeah. like a side-op, isn't it? You know, well... Exactly we call that. it wrong way, right way. It's is that really obvious for you? Because obviously I'm not looking out for that when I see you no, guys out never. on your bikes. But is that really obvious for you to spot when you see someone? Like, you must be because you're a street rider now, right? So when you see yeah, people I, do that. You can spot it and it's just down to how they catch the pedals. Basically, I don't know if you, if you can imagine I'm you've got your... Yeah, does it look like a little bit That's odd? what I'm saying. Because like, when, when you do, do a side-off... When you do a wrong way side-off, it looks see, you're wrong. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so when I chuck my bike around and I do a, a foot jam whip... Um, I I twist to the right, yeah, which is weird because I usually spin to the left, okay? So yeah. I twist to the right. I My bike then goes round clockwise, yeah, yeah? yeah? And as it comes round, the first pedal that I see is on the left-hand side of my bike, and it's my back foot because I'm right foot forward, okay? Yeah. Which means that if I try and catch that foot first, you're gonna shindig. Pedals, the pedal no, is going to spin. Move. Yeah, he's going to shindig. Yeah, the pedal's <laughs> gonna... exactly. Yeah. Hey, and the amount of shindigs I've got from from tailwinds is mental. But we'll get onto that anyway. Yeah. So what I had to learn really quickly, which is really difficult, well, it was for me, was to basically catch them both at the same time. So I had to get my feet over the bike, land on it at the same time, and then drop off. Whereas everyone else in the world, well, I hope. Because they learn it the right way, and you can they cheat. spin the other way, which means that they, they can, can catch, catch their the pedal foot first. one, on, like one single yeah. pedal and then follow with the other foot. Yeah, exactly. So it's... as 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 long as your brake is on, your rear brake is still on, you can 
smash yeah. onto that front yeah. foot and your cranks won't move. Yeah. So you can catch it no matter what, really. It's well easier, but I, I, I learned I mean, it that's, wrong, And so. it makes exact same sense as a side up. If you're going, your, if you're going towards your strong foot, your pedals will move. No matter how much you hit the wall, your pedals mm. will go... Yeah. Right, and they'll just move. Again, that's why I did learn to go the other way. Because if you slide and land to your pedal, your pedal doesn't move. Yeah, yeah. And it's that same principle with that's side right. up in here. That I, that's how this is, that's my only way to relate to it. But it also makes a massive difference in the move. But somehow you're, you're still yeah. doing it that way, Ewan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never I don't thought know. I kind of attempt it and like, do you know what? Come on. It was too late. It was too late when I realised, and I do them. I don't know. I've got really good at doing them wrong. Do you know what I mean? So like my like more when impressive, I bro. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I like the look of them the other way, but I, I don't know. It's um, I don't do them all that much now. I mean, I can and I will if it's part of the line and I think it adds to the line. But yeah. I don't just do them like all these other street riders that have no or well have little actual trial skill and they just jump on a bike and they want to do tail it straight away. Yeah, I, you know, cool, I, man, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like I mean, I've done do one is... before, so I know that I've never landed one. So in my yeah. mind, I'm like, wow, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I've you know, done one on a mod before. <laughs> I try and I try and you know I try and put a range of what I know into my riding rather than just focusing on a few moves. Um, you know, saying that and up doing to the front, moves you enjoy the most, amazing. Really. Yeah, well, exactly that. Uh, so yeah, I try not to do them all the time just because it kind of loses its value. I think, you know. So. And plus, he's already said he's not that consistent with them. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, I don't think, I don't, I don't think there's anything consistent about street trials. So, no, you know, I don't know where you're going there. It, no, but. it is true. This is it's a very like in every in every year uh, every move that we do. There's only a few people that are even consistent. We've already shown. But I think time. that's probably like the geekiness of trials that you try and make it consistent. Yeah, or you're the sort of it, it is a kind of move that you make it. Right, but you'd always go. Oh, I can do it better. Yeah, and you're like, well, well, there isn't really much. I don't, I'm but you landed think... it. You done it. Like, why would you want it? Oh, I'm a pedal in a little bit. Like, it's that kind yeah. of. And That's I think you're, you're like probably my wheel. A... My wheel stopped. I could have just carried it on rolling. And mm. I think you're a prime suspect for this, Ewan. But would you say it's definitely mm. from like your engineering background and the way that your brain works that kind of marries up well with trials? Well, it's definitely the same mindset, but you can apply it to like any any trade or career really it's not just engineering or riding basically it's just down to well if i'm gonna do it am i gonna do it just all right you know i'm gonna am i gonna get up this wall and you know it's gonna be messy it's gonna be loads of hops but i'm gonna get up it so technically if it was in a section it would have counted fine or am i gonna you know know in my head that i can get that really clean and it's going to look really cool and really easy, just like Ali C and all these people make it look. Yeah. You know, but it's going to take a lot longer to get it. So is it worth doing? I mean, I think, I mean, that's a no brainer. I mean, yeah. I'm out riding. I'm not out riding just to make a wall because I have to be there. I don't have to be there. So if I don't have to be there, I'm there because I enjoy it. And if I enjoy it, I want to be the best I can possibly be. Yeah. And it's the same in engineering or anything, really. If you know you can do it better, if you know that, there's a way that, you know, you can improve on or anything like that, then be, you know, be as best yeah. as you can, you know, and then it's only going to be easier later on to then stay at that level or, you know, it's just going to help down the line, isn't and it? I think the main so, outcome of why you're, why you're doing that certain move or, you know, what are your reasons for that? 
So another thing might be like, oh, I'm doing this because it feels good. Mm. If you're not necessarily filming, let's say, it just is just one example. If you've got the move, you've done it, that's great. But if you say, oh, I can do it better, it might not feel any different to you as a rider. Yeah. Different when you're filming, because yeah. then you watch it back and go, no, I can do that better. Whereas if you're not filming, often you just go, done the trick, I've, in my head, I've moved from here to here, landed it, and I felt amazing. That's the bottom line. That's yeah. why we're doing it. So yeah, I've had to it, sometimes just hold back a bit and go, hang on, that's good enough. It's like, you can't, you're not going to get much better than well, that. No I'll, one's going to notice your wheel moving. Yeah, I'm going to add, me, oh, sorry, go on, you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say, like, I don't, I don't think like that. I mean, I think, why? Well, I mean, obviously, if I can get it as good as I can get it and I don't think I can get it better, then I'll stop. But, yeah. um, but like, for me, it's, it, it's the progression. So it yeah. doesn't matter if I'm not filming it or not or anything really it's just if i if i know that if i get it right and it only ta- and it only going to take one time to do it and get it right um then i know that it's going to be worth it because i've put in all that effort and when you eventually get that move and in fact like the longer you try a line the the more rewarding it is and you know yeah it's definitely more know. frustrating yeah. but definitely more yeah rewarding. yeah yeah and you're just like god that was worth it but i'm completely shagged and my body hurts and my bike's battered but i know that if I push that hard, I can get that level. I can get what I want. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, that's just what, that's just, the, that's what I feel, you know? And for me, I, I want to get stuff without hops. If I can, I want to get yeah. it clean. People take the piss at me all the time. They do. George is a prime suspect, but even he likes to get stuff as clean as he can. Yeah, secretly. You know? We only say that because um, we can't get it clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. what it is to me. You're like too many hops. Yeah. I'm like, I can't fucking, I'll bet I'll just hop. <laughs> I suppose I just wanted yeah. to add that just us, trials has a lot more variables to it than any other sport. Yeah. Like yeah. obviously you'll still get like BMXs and skateboarders try it over and over again to get something, but that would just be to just land it. Whereas us trials bikers will do the line, as you say, and it's like, no, nah, that can be better because you have this setup. You then have your first hop. You then have the, the how you then land that bit to then go on to the next line. You're like, oh, I've got to do it all over again now. Every discipline, like oh, we do tire taps like a BMX. Yeah. Oh, we do drop offs like mountain bikes, and 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 we do track stands and balancing like trials bikes. You're just like the all rounder of a of a. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah the all rounder of a discipline. Yeah, I do a lot of I do a lot of mountain biking actually. I've got two mountain bikes, and I did um, I actually did my first enduro the other week, and I was at the start gate, you know, queuing up and. I was, you know, getting ready for him to tell me to go, and I was doing his track stand just about thinking about it. I you feel know, like this is what... another another uh, argument for the trials rider. <laughs> makes you a better discipline all yeah, round. Yeah, yeah that's that's what you know. I mean, you know, like that's what that's what that's what a trials rider does, isn't it? You know, yeah. track so stand, sorry, you were, you you know, they yeah, get you were track standing at the start. Anyway, right. I was track standing, and then like I just, I just, I got to the bottom. You know, once I'd gone, and obviously it's really good because you can just put instant power down. You don't have to do any. Got to the bottom, and then it, you know, the guy behind me said, "Oh, mate, you know that." That track stand was amazing. He said it was like you didn't move. And I was just like, oh, yeah, cheers, thanks. I was just, you know, he's like, mate, you know, like, how do you learn that? I was like, well, I'm a trials rider, you know. So I, you know, it's, it's handy that I can transfer yeah. all these skills. So and he's yeah, like, it's, it's, oh, you have man, to know this as a trials rider. Yeah. And everyone goes, yeah. Oh, I like, I should just know that as a, as a cyclist. <laughs> be some imp- well, yeah. I, I mean, see it all the time in like London when you get you get some really dodgy road cyclists trying to track stand and they're, they're yeah, traffic lights and they're, and they're like, creeping uh, forward. They're, like they're going forward more and more. But I don't like and the whole like London. They're turning their bars. They're yeah, their bars yeah. I've like done it. I've done it better being next to people, being like, "Dude, is this easy, mate? Can well, you not do done... this?" And they're like, "What? How? 
What? When I done the London to Brighton cycle ride, when I started in London and Clapham Common got away to Brighton, I didn't put my foot down once. I didn't unclip at all. Yeah. Every single set of traffic lights, I just track standard every single one. Yeah. Like, that was my Amazing. own personal challenge. Like, yeah. Amazing. Um, or like yeah, in I, Central, you can do them sit. I can do them sitting down, uh, like on my commuter you know sort of bike. I do-, I do them sitting down, like no handed. You can get yeah. the balance just right. I'm just like, this is bliss. I'm yeah. like, I See, now sick. I want to catch people off guard in like London traffic lights. Like we cha- we catch people trying to track stand. Make videos I should of do, it. Well, I should do just that. Stop. I've been on there all the just time. Just stop. Like, like, give yeah. us your best track stand. One, two. And it's like, yeah, you're shit. Move like like <laughs> the um, skateboarding one, isn't it? Eric Costa and yeah. Tony Hawk. Do a kickflip. Yeah, do a kickflip. Do a track stand. Do a track stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have to... Um, <laughs> I have to start something on that. Just give me a, an idea. I'm definitely do a tutorial. That does make me feel. I do love London. that. It's such a fundamental skill. But like you say, it's like people don't realise you're there. It's like well, I'm, people think you're showing off, but it's like no, it's actually easier because so at the starting gate, you haven't got to fumble with your feet. You're already there in the correct place. You just go. It is a fundamental skill, and you can use it in any bike discipline road as you said at lights you can do it in mountain bike and it start at gates. You even just slow speed, like really slow speed riding um is so beneficial on a mountain bike because you know you it's essentially a big section in it it's just a continuous mountain bike trail section that you're doing and literally the skills i've learned in trials have no end helped me i mean you know it's um yeah i know uh i know that trials riders can can be um uh, portrayed as being really stiff on a mountain bike i know that um a lot of us they um we struggle with like uh, doing jumps and stuff like that. But luckily I kind of got into mountain biking at the same time. So I learned both at the same time. So I've still got a bit of like style on a mountain bike. Yeah, and your discipline as well as involves a trials bike. sort of speed flowy, you know, a little bit yeah. of speed, yeah, that's true. a little bit of flow. So yeah, for you, you know, I think, flying in, yeah. yeah, you're already touching base with that kind of, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say, momentum. There we go. Couldn't think of it. Absolutely. Um, oh, momentum. And that's the key. That's the key kind of More thing with a lot artists. of your yeah. moves. And some of your lines are, involve you traveling from one place to another, maybe on one wheel, but as sort of fast as you can. And um, and generally, it's stupendously fast. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that we done in. Where, where yeah, was and it? I'm yeah. like, I'm running. I was in running Redding. with the camera, as and you well. couldn't even keep up. Could barely keep up with it. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I totally agree. I, I can feel I've got a mountain bike. Uh, don't do it near as much as I would like to. Um, really, but there isn't many places to Pretty ride around, flat around London here, yeah yeah, yeah around London, canals yeah. are about the best thing and even then I you only need a no gears single yeah. speed um but it's it's definitely something we should I, I you know try and recommend everyone if you've got a trial oh bike, I love get a mountain bike try and I do a bit of trials yeah. on your mountain bike it's so fun isn't it right like, it is and then you you just realize and be like oh I'm pretty good on a bike yeah <laughs> like not just yeah trials bikes like pretty good on yeah bike. I mean control. I I don't know I'm kind of against I'm against like uh, doing or at least like encouraging doing trials on a mountain bike i know you can do it and mm-hmm. i know that danny and people like that yeah they they are like they prove that you can make the bike do it you can but he is so skilled and it's really difficult and ali c as well like i mean his videos kind of get across how hard it is because he puts in all of his fails and stuff and whatnot yeah. um and he you know like even like ben's his chain ring doesn't he on one and he has to smash it back but no it, it yeah. it's good you can do it but like for me being an engineer there's always a right tool for the job and if you're gonna do that stuff do it on a trolls bike because one it's easier um it was and you're not gonna that. break the bike it was built for it i i I know I'm lucky because I've got 
both bikes. I've got trials bikes and I've got mountain bikes. So I don't have to do the trials on my mountain bikes. But I mean, I've, I've, I've tried it on it before. And yeah, you can do it to a point, but you're going to damage your bike. And, you know, like my mountain bike, well, I mean, mountain bikes are expensive. They really are. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the one thing that I think Pete, I don't know, is no, I understand. maybe I not understand. that good. It's like you wouldn't take a, 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 a NASCAR to a monster truck ring yeah or, it's almost no. like, like a step backwards really like you've, you've got the tool for the job it just, like, i think it's more of a thing like oh look that, yeah we can do it so like when we're using a screwdriver yeah, exactly. as a chisel yeah. so i think uh. once you get to a level where it's like insane you're like dude getting that high on a mountain bike just do it on a trials bike yeah there's, a, there's certainly videos, a level right yeah danny's videos and whatnot they are you know and even like fabio's videos they are great for the sport because well, they get people watching it and you know that, yeah, he's that's like why i've got a best. bike just like that oh he has a seat that's a normal Ex- bike exactly so you know but could you I not make the case bad. that it makes you a better rider because it's like the i think baseball players used to do is they'd have like a really heavy bat and then when they go back to their regular bat i then, totally agree yeah th- yeah so like you've you're doing it on an incredibly hard bike so then when you go back to your trials bike you're like my god this is so easy yeah so yeah i, I know but but if you're learning the techniques oh, yeah, from 100%. nothing, yeah, then, yeah. then it's it, then arguably you'll that's, be learning that's them where wrong, it gets and lost. you're, think... you're going to damage your bike. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be gutted, and it's like, well, yes, it is sick that they can do them on the bikes. And if I wanted to, I probably could. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, I just, I don't. I think it's it gets people into the sport definitely. But I, I don't know. I think it it gives a mixed message as to like people yeah. saying, oh well. They can obviously do that. That means I should do it, but it's kind of the wrong thing. Like I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not I know. I do bad. understand. That. It is I amazing. Do. It's amazing. Um, but I hate doing like pure trials moves, like up to rears and stuff on my mountain bike because I know mechanically what it's designed for, and I know it will break. That <laughs> so, might be a nightmare for you. It's so funny looking at it that no, way. No, we're like, oh, God, my derailleur. Oh, that's all going through there. <laughs> well, there no. was a reason that there are no yeah. gears on a trials bike. There's a reason there was no seat put on it, and, you know, there were a reason why it was engineered that way. Um, yeah, exactly. And it does, like, but it's, yeah. There was only a reason that, say, you know, Rob... Um, um, well, who am I trying to think of now? Ryan Leach. <laughs> so I said Rob. So, yeah, yeah. Like Ryan Leach, so right. They were doing trials on those types of bikes because the other bikes didn't exist. Yeah. Now that we've got those other sort of exactly. disciplines and stuff, yeah. it's like you have, yeah, like you said, you have a better tool um, for the job. I like to kind of mm. look at it that way, but I always want to make sure and encourage people to say you can still do maybe trials on your mountain bike but i think it would have to be like the small stuff the track stand exactly yeah yeah well yeah yeah it's it's all about the all those base yeah all all those basic moves are brilliant you know like manuals i love manualing any bike i own that's brilliant you know and that's learned from trials yeah as you said like you can do wheelies you can do like power you can do bunny ops track stands um front wheel moves as well endos down stuff like even just moving the bike around so just doing like 180 pivots to get yourself around a route or something that's that's brilliant ideal mm. um but yeah you might but not yeah, like when you... that on a mountain bike though yeah i, I guess it's no, like not... those little minimal yeah. things would be on a trials bike and um yeah you can't get i've seen it something really someone made a really good point like kids trials bikes obviously built for a child to control it mm. a kid's mountain bike geez you they can barely control that, barely reach the lever. Yeah, it's more like I mean? quickly get them on it. As... It's, yeah, whereas yeah. I feel like if you put them on a kid's trials bike, they're going to get better learning of how yeah, to manoeuvre a bike. Yeah, yeah. Than... I think kids nowadays on trials, and obviously a shining example is Charlie Rolls. Like, our, 
Who? I remember when he was yeah, really young. Yeah, I know. Who's, who's that? I just, <laughs> names I, have been said I just have to read his name off my hand. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I um, we're like doing really the... well on He Who Must But Not Be Named. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll carry on after. Go on. Yeah, yeah. We, we almost didn't say his name. We've got a running joke, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, go we'll on. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. He, like, he was able to start on a bike that was kind of the right size for him. I, I know it was, well, I, I don't know. I see. Anyway, he started from a young age because he had a mod, or, or at least he had a small bike mm-hmm. to to get good on early that as you said he could control uh like a long time ago there was one bike that fit that like fit at all and you couldn't really learn the right skills or like manhandle it until you were a certain age so now you're seeing all these younger riders being amazing because they've got the tools from a young age yeah. and that really helps you know? and i saw even the trial shop recently they brought out a rockman kid i didn't know rockman was <laughs> the train. did you see it have you seen it on the facebook if you haven't yet no i haven't um, but i can imagine that bike it's, rockman kid it looks that's cool it's, it's like that um that gray that's like a uh, what am i trying to say here primer gray like that no, gray that no, primer oh gray. You yeah buy an rs6 in that color if that means anything. Yeah. oh nardo gray <laughs> that's yeah. it nardo gray and it's it's uh, a kid's of course it is <laughs> amazing color um yeah, they're, they're they're definitely making more bikes for oh, children now, and I didn't think rock. I didn't think rock. They're thinking right, kids. Bikes. Kids can't break frames, so let's give them to the kids. That's probably what their motions are. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and it just and it's the sort of thing you know, buy your kid that trials bike, and he'll just sit in the garden for hours. You don't have to take him to skate park. Yeah, lazy so, parenting. You know, I'm I'm not a Brilliant. I'm not I'm not a, a parent, but I, I see <laughs> I see the. Uh, um, the logistics there be right. Um, yeah, trials is great though. You can ride it anywhere. Like you can just, uh, you know, you can go on holiday. Just take him, you know, just take the bike. It doesn't matter where you are. You know, oh, oh, we're going into town. That's fine. I'll just, you know, meet you here in an hour. You, you know, it, you don't have to yeah. go to a forest. You don't have to go to some nice smooth roads for your road bike. You, you know, you so, can do it anywhere really. So, so speak so. of riding anywhere, this is probably a good uh, way to segue we'll into, segue our, right into our quick fire uh, round. Your oh, favourite yeah, okay. spot, if you could go anywhere on your trials bike, where would you want to go, Ewan? Where are you riding? Oh God! Well, I see. I haven't really ridden a lot of places abroad. The only place I've ridden abroad, sadly, um, in like my over ten years of riding, is actually Prague. You know, Dressler Camp. Oh. Um, so uh, it's going to be in the UK. But then again, I think. The spot you ride the most is probably, you know, the best spot yeah. for you because you keep riding it. But uh, it's going to be in Portsmouth. I was thinking, I wanted yeah, to write these Port- down. Yeah. And be like, right, I want to know what his move. Yeah, yeah. I didn't write them the, down, but yeah. The Portsmouth video, by the way, is coming out maybe next week. Soon, soon, <laughs> maybe next week. Oh, cool. We'll, yeah, yeah it'll be it out. Is, we'll it was good for seeing mid- you there. Uh, right, we'll send it now, midweek. We'll aim for midweek. Well, it'll already be out by the time this comes out. Yeah, <laughs> go and watch it. But definitely. Yeah. Go watch online. it. There'll be a link under this YouTube video. Yes. Absolutely. Down there somewhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that would be my yeah, that'd be my location. It if it was an actual spot, um it would probably have to be uh, probably have to be, you know that uh university spot with the bubbles on the walls and they're kind of sloped. Right. You know, yeah. when yeah, yeah, yeah. You were there. Yeah, yeah. you were there. Yeah. And like, <laughs> flip, you yeah. were there. Man. <laughs> we definitely we you, know you were there. You were um, there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I call it the new uni spot because when I started riding, it was relatively new. Obviously, it's not new now, but I, the, the name stuck. We but basically, it, yeah, that yeah. it isn't the boss like, like the best spot in the world. But I always seem to find 
different things to do there and I think for me that's just brilliant you know you go there you're not just doing the same stuff you can you can do other things and I've been riding there years like literally since I started and like I I I had a couple of lines in like my recent uh hometown video you know and that was all in Portsmouth and I still managed to find lines in Portsmouth so that New was the lines, point of yeah. that video after 10 years of riding you know. there I get it because you there was another one you exactly. did in all, that grass bank there's a big up to back wheel that was a new line in Portsmouth was it not yeah it was actually yeah, yeah it was so we rode <laughs> yeah. Portsmouth been over 10 and years was... and we've just gone around the corner I did this little drop gap and then yeah, you were like oh I might better try that so uh, clearly yeah, shout out john yeah shout out yeah. john brief for you know calling for, that one out know, so all right well, that me up the arse for that. we're riding in portsmouth um who are you riding with or a couple of riders who's getting you going i mean i think i might know a couple of answers so let's see what you're gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna pick three riders yeah, because cool. i because there's because there's no so, rules yeah, well, okay people yeah. so, as many as they want okay well the main three that like proper get me going and if they were all together and i was going to do this line uh like that would get me to do it you know what i mean like you yeah know, like these are the people i want there yeah, so it's gonna be george thompson obviously yeah. just because we know each other and we ride and the banter has to be there that's brilliant yeah. um ian johnston as well yeah because ian is i mean he's a great mate you know like we talk about stuff that's not even to do with riding which is really good shout out to um, ian over at trial and do follow trial shack yeah yeah trial shack yeah 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 really yeah. good reviews coming yeah, out go and well follow them. that really yeah good. i've I've helped to a, with a couple yeah, get of reviews on that too. and it's really so you, good. You and, yeah, get on that with Ian because yeah. two heads are better than one. I only know because I couldn't do this without Tom. Carry on. No, no, that's it. That's oh, it. Thanks, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, Ian Johnson um, and then John Shrewsbury. It's got to be those three. I literally, there, all the, I, I should have said it first because I felt like I ruined it, but I was like, yes, mate. Of totally. course they're going to be. Course. They've all got seats on their bikes. <laughs> it's well, like obviously. Go, it's like when you go to a, a function and like <laughs> the police officers all sort of work out that they're police officers and they become all chummy to the yeah. end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, are you... You're a police officer? Yeah. Police. We're, we're mates. Like. We're mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what happens oh, with yeah, trials, yeah, honestly. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's the same... Um, this was another question I wanted to get into that. We go to group rides and... Say there's another trials rider with an inspired. Obviously, of course, he's a trials rider, but aren't you guys already like automatically going towards him more than us? Like, I don't go over to him and go, hey, bro, yeah, you've got a seat. How's it going? I'm often go up to Ewan and go, Ewan, who's that? Do you understand yeah, what I'm trying yeah. to get out of here? I know what you mean. But this is why, like, even if, for instance, well, I don't know, but like, I ride a lot with people like Luke Walder, like Josh Leach, all these people yeah. that like go around, you know. Um, but it's never this it's never the same as riding with someone who's riding the exact same thing you are riding yeah. it's just not the same i've just had and, a couple and, of things it, as well yeah, yeah go on. That. yeah and, on. and it, it doesn't matter how much you ride with them um you know or anything like that it you know at the end of the day you've got different bikes they're doing different things and i enjoy you know i mean that's that's why i got the mod as well because then i can go out with these other people and ride the same stuff and it'll be even more it it'll keep be it even interesting better keep it interesting yeah. but yeah it's just yeah doing the same thing with someone else you progress together you get the line at the same with george and i it's like a running joke because it's so weird usually if we're trying the same line and if one of us gets it like within like two goes after that the fucking other guy will get it and it's like the best feeling you're like oh my god yeah and it's just you know that yeah. That's yeah. what you ride for. It's just so good, you know, riding with your mates. You need that it's, boost often. I'm a, a rider who's like, oh, I want to do that. Chris, can you go first? <laughs> or just watching someone yeah. achieve it. 
right? May, they might be better than me, whatever, but just watching it happen just gives you that um, realisation, like, that's that's doable. Let's go. Yeah. yeah I mean, easy it's, to visualise. It stopped being like, you know, like, it used to be like a competition, didn't it, when you were young? Oh, you know, I, I want to be better than him. I want to be better than that. I want to, you it's know. Healthy but healthy competition. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. And, like, like don't get me wrong, there's always that level of... Um, uh, competitiveness I mean I'm a very competitive person but like we're different riders and and you know like seeing George get that uh, you know that that line yesterday that I was talking about it was I wasn't even mad I wasn't even mad I couldn't get it I was so impressed he got it and he needed that and it was just like you know what that's, that, that's just you sick got, he's going to find know. one the same for you that then you're then yeah, going to do I so get... it's that reciprocal nature really exactly exactly you know and you're both your own person you know you as I said, like we both progress better at certain things, You'll you know, we're better, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's just, you know, you're just there, you're out, you're riding, you're getting lines. That's it. It doesn't matter, does it? Really? Especially when you know, you know so. the person's level. I think we've said a few times on the podcast, but yeah, someone definitely. who, you know, like uh, I always use Dre as my example because he's been so many years, but I'll be doing a side of, to, to him is absolutely nothing. He'll just roll it, but I'll land it. And he's screaming at me, go, yes, my P. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. because he's getting off on that, knowing that I'm getting off on On your limit. You on know, on, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll tell you one. I get I'll tell you one. with Tom. He, yeah. Tom's landing someone, I'm like, yeah. yes, like, oh, that's made yeah, me feel know, so good because. Yeah, you know how hard it is. You, you've excelled yourself. Yeah. And I'll I tell you like one that. thing. I'll tell you one thing that is actually really annoying and it's when like people come out, like say you've just met someone and you're getting on really well, you know, that like whatever, and you're doing some lines and then they'll just randomly go, Oh, how about you do this and that? I've got a line for you. How about you do that? And it's something that is just so out of your level. You're like, well, no, I don't want to do that. I mean, they're like, come on, you can do that. Like, you know, just trying to be like, Oh yeah, go on. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, I can't. I I, I'm not going to do that. I actually get it sometimes with Lauren. Bless her. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah, is it I'll go unrealistic? out. Like, uh, you. I'll go out. What about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she'll make me feel bad that I'm being a pussy or something and I can't do it. And I'm like, yeah, but Lauren, I know my level and I know that if I do that, yeah, but in do you theory, I guess I could. Like, even but... if it is a bit above and beyond, you sort of look at it and go, well, I can't do that, but. I, I can sort of see something else that's close to that. And then, yeah, yeah. So it's still yeah, good exactly. to like aim for the stars and then it's kind of, you're not going to get there, but then you're. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's one thing I like about trials and experience riders is that it's all calculated. It's all, it's all, I mean, obviously it's a risk. The risk is always there. You're going to hurt yourself, yeah. but it's calculated risk. And if it isn't calculated and you're just taking a risk, that's when you hurt yourself. And that's when you're being a bit stupid, I think. Oh, definitely. Um, so, you, have a pet you know, frog? What the fuck was that? no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was I hope you didn't hear that. I hope you didn't hear that. That's actually my, uh, that, that's my phone uh, text tone oh. because, because I love frogs. I mean, I've got a frog yeah. tattoo, haven't I? On no, my, I, I know. I thought my, you were just my arm. A, a so, sorry, mate. No, I'm going to turn that silent so I don't get embarrassed again. <laughs> I just wanted to add about the bikes and everyone sort of getting chummy with people on the same bike. I think it is because the level is about the same, like as in there's certain things that are going to favour a 26, there's certain things that are going to favour 24 yeah. and 20. So you, I... Here's the example that when we go on a big ride, when you take the 24, I don't really see as much as you as when you're on the 20. 
Hundred percent. Yeah, I ride with twenty. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you had to think about that. I, no, like, I, I didn't know yeah. what you meant. I was like, "What do you mean you don't see?" No, I don't, but like you, you'll be off doing other lines of other people. But then, like when you're on the mod, then we sort of we're more together. Like, and I'll be with Callum or whatever riding like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And you'll notice the twenty sixes are kind of doing their kind of stuff because the bike favors that, and then that's why the twenty fours will be. Um, and then I'm trying to do both. I'm like, oh, the twenty inch. Oh no, they don't accept me. Oh, twenty six. Oh no, they don't accept me. Oh, the twenty fours. <laughs> oh, I'm got a seat. <laughs> so just like that. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly that. that really. Um, but no, yeah, going back to like some people, like they try and, you know, people you don't ride with and they're like, oh, you know, I've got a line for you. I want you to do that. And then they make you feel bad about it. Yeah, like as Tom said, like to a point, you can compromise and go, actually, I can't do that, but I can do this. And it is good that they push you, but just in that way. But that's why it's so good, as I said, riding with people you ride with all the time, riding with your mates, riding with people like George, Ian, John, because they know. They know my level almost better than I do. It's kind of crazy it's calibrated. Sometimes. They know exactly and where that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Like they can pick out stuff and they're like, mate, I know you can do this. You just need to get over it in your head and I'm going to push you to do it right now. So you're going to fucking get off your ass and do it. And it's that kind of thing that I love. And I, you it's know, like, you just need I think that Tom level. does the opposite for me. Goes, level of community. You can't do that, man. You can't do <laughs> yeah, that. But it's reverse, but reverse it, psychology it's rever- for you, That's yeah. what you're saying. It is reverse <laughs> psychology. It's like, Sure? I know well, that pisses off even more. Yeah. I'm like, like you know, I can do this. Yeah, I know. George and I often go, oh, you know, you won't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you won't do that. I mean, Come this on. is Come on, let's go. You that's... won't do that, mate. That is really And then what I'm we like, do. oh, he's done it. And he's done it, you know. And um, yeah, it's just brilliant. I, that's one thing, no matter how good you are as a rider, riding with someone else as opposed to riding on your own, you will never progress as quickly if you ride on your own personally. I mean, I've, I've, I've ridden on my own a lot when I was obviously learning and I was, I seemed to always be the better guy in the group because I was the one who, as you guys said, is still riding. They're not, yeah. but riding with someone better or, or exactly the same level as you is so beneficial. It really yeah. is, you know, and, um, surround yeah. yourself with people you want to be like, it's just You're like the, the well, yeah. of your five best friends, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and all these group rides, they you know, they're brilliant. They're they're so good. Like, I don't think people realize how much they get out of them. Like, you know, like our Reading ride and yeah, stuff and the yeah. Portsmouth ride that they're, they're so good. Even just being around people that are like-minded, I think it's really good. So yeah, it says it all. That's why some of those riders come here without a trials. They'll, they'll come without their trials, but or go. Adrian will often come going, I'm not riding today because I'm knackered, but I'm here. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's, well, it's a social, isn't it? You yeah, know, Adrian yeah. loves, you know, pointing his phone at things, Danny, and filming and all so that. And well, we've got to, uh, got to yeah, get the content it's, it's, out there. So it's to cap off the yeah. quick fire round, you're in Portsmouth, you're oh, with yeah. Ian, you're with George, and you've got John as well, of course. What is the one move that is just so you and that is just you that you love doing? Oh, I love I love doing. Wow. Well, it will probably be some mentally hard line that's gonna take me so long to do, but you know, I don't know. If it was it would be something like that, you know, like I don't want to put a name on it, but it would be some kind of probably like big up to front. Let's face it, like big bunny up up to front. They're my favorite move. I wouldn't say I'd want to do them all the time, but I like doing them. Which one gives you that feeling, you know, when you're like, oh, I'm like a kid inside. You get when you land it and you're like, yes, you know. Oh, God, it's got. Oh, oh God. It's for uh, <laughs> like, well, it's got to be an up to front, I guess. Yeah, uh, it could be. Like yeah. man- we th- me and Tom were like saying a good I old it might be a manual. manual of some sort. We but, thought it yeah. would be a really long manual, but I'm saying 
well, yeah. I mean, I was literally about to say, or or Emmanuel. I mean, yeah. um, we honestly, close. I think I think Manuel's like. Uh, how about Emmanuel up to front? I've done those before, and there amazing. we go. Uh, That's a not. I mean, like I we bullied him into this, it. Yeah, yeah, we bullied him into it a little bit, but. No, um, but like, that even hard, sounds it's... gnarly, you know, manual up to front. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, um, I've done it before. I mean, I mean, you guys were the way well, you weren't. Well, you were there, but not when <laughs> you were I... there, but not there. It <laughs> was in London. It was in London when um, uh, I did that that huge manual line uh, like across the gap. Where oh, I was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember, remember that. that. Yeah. Like that line was like, oh god, that was so good. Yeah. And I and I landed it as well first time. And then wanted to film it again because I was kind of like, but we won't get on to that. And then, <laughs> that um, but that was insane, just yeah. how high and everything that was. Is, yeah. But it's just to me, it was just like, well, I can do this. It's just a manual. I just need to bunny hop into a manual. Uh, oh, yeah. Saying that, I love bunny hops as well. Like, the thing is, I, start, I just love it all. There's nothing I love that, like, I, I couldn't do one Depends thing. Depends on forever. the day, then. I, yeah, I just love riding my bike so i think that's what it is i think that definitely favors your answer that definitely favors 24 like street riders because it's not really about one move per se like tgs riders will be like right side up side up gap 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 yeah yeah everything you do like and is usually like yeah line into a bunny hop that then continues into a manual so i suppose it could be quite hard to pick it's just lines yeah i never i never really do one move why not unless it's like on my mod or i'm doing a gap to front or something and i'm stoked just on that move but it's it's always i want to do a line i want to be like right Mm. i want to get up this wall ultimately but how can i link into that so it's not just that move and i love the process of that with other people and you'd be like oh you could do that you could do that or you know and then piecing that line together and like with like together with all the progression and the fails and getting the right camera angle i love that process and it is so rewarding it's just brilliant and even if it's just instagram clips the process goes into that exactly the same as if it was a video exactly the same process yeah and yeah yeah you're just giving it. them bite sizes you know like trials tapas as we called it that, that's trials what tapas. it is trials tapas yeah um you know yeah. we like to bang out the full and uh, industrial meal. <laughs> so that was our, our quick fire, and then we we alluded to it earlier that you probably get a lot more shindigs than most because of your tail whip technique. Um, yeah, I used to all the time. Does that mean your time. worst shindig is from a tail whip? Can you tell us a little bit about your worst shindig, if you remember? Oh God, I see. I can't remember what it was, like what trick I was doing. I remember where it was. It was at a skate park. Um, I used to ride at skate parks quite a lot. I don't anymore. Uh, I do enjoy them still, but I just don't really go there a lot. But anyway, I was at a local skate park. Uh, I can't remember what move I was doing. If I'm honest, it probably was a foot jam whip because you get horrendous ones from those. Um, you got to jump because... onto the pedals. like yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. And as we were discussing earlier, I do them so cack. So I instantly just get rogered by my pedals if I don't catch one of my feet. If my front foot slips off or something, no, Guaranteed. if my back foot slips, I'd also something anyway, it will yep. come round and then you're in the air with your shin inside your pedal or something. And then you've got to come, I mean, you land and it's just, that's, that's two factor almost because it's, yeah, you're in the air. So then you catch there. And then when you come down, the then momentum then hits, it's like yeah. a double. There's right? like a double opportunity for you. To yeah. It, now I'm actually it's realizing because it's the only discipline in trials where you have to leave your pedals. Yeah. I don't leave crank flip or like that. A crank yeah. flip, yeah, but we don't do I mean, I can do them terribly. Um again, foot jam tail whip, yeah. you have to leave the pedals, let the bike mm. go round, 
a deck. Is it called yeah, a decade? decade? Yeah, decade. Leaving the pedals again. That's the same sort of thing. We don't do any yeah. of those. So no, really, that's it. just thinking about it, you guys should have more shindigs than we should, and more excuses <laughs> to wear a shin more, pad. Yeah, more excuses and to I wear a shin up, pad. And I ripped up so many jeans. I is literally crazy. Um, and I did used to wear shin pads when I started. Absolutely. I mean, if I'm honest, I can't blame myself for wearing them. Uh, I like my shins used to get so ripped up and I used to just wear them all the time because I knew how hard it was to commit to a, a foot jam whip if I wasn't wearing the shin pads. Now, now, nowadays, as you know, like I, I haven't worn shin pads for years now, if I'm honest with you. I, but no one would ever know a street word. It's because no, they always wear jeans. I know. I've got to say something <laughs> Exactly well. that. My mum made Apart a really from good... George, when he comes out and he's like short, like, you know, crop, like, yeah, you know, no, short that's jeans. Saying, yeah, actually wearing shorts. <laughs> My mum made a really good point to me the other day, and I've completely forgot to say this on the podcast. Just so everyone knows, when I started trials at 14, I did wear shin pads. So kids that think wow. that I keep telling, that's a ma- not no. wearing, I used to I've wear got fuse. <laughs> they were double-sided. They were on the front and on the inside. Oh, wow, well, yeah. Double-sided? Yeah. Um, but my, <laughs> I gay. just had to be clear, clear that, yes, I did when I started. So kids shouldn't be listening to this anyway, but <laughs> I, um, I wore shin pads, so don't, um, you can... Like well, there's a video of yeah. me doing the St. Paul's drop gap wearing shin pads. So. Yeah. And so I've got mine upstairs in the drawer I somewhere. Kept, I'm like, Why you keep, you keep I've still got mine, Tom. Don't worry. It's yeah. Yeah. In the drawer, she, she said, said keep dissing people with them. Tell them that you wore them as a kid because they're still somewhere in our house. <laughs> They'll come out at a party one day and be like, oh, I found your shin pads. <laughs> ah, whoa, my God. No, they were just like huge. Um, but, but yeah, I've had, I don't, I, I rarely get shinners nowadays. In fact, I can't remember when I last had one. It's, it, it's more of like, I Touch come wood, off bike and I, yeah, yeah touch wood. I it's usually the fact I come off my bike and like my shin hits my frame or something, which is just as it's just Ooh. that horrible dull pain. But um no, yeah, during that shindig, um, I remember looking down at my pedal and there was like skin and hair on all the pins. Ooh. And it was literally like I've got a photo somewhere. If I can find it, I'll send it because it's brilliant. Yeah, and, please do. We've only got a couple with skin on pedals. Yeah. They're quite good ones. Yeah, and yeah, um, <laughs> obviously it really hurt and then it cut i mean but they they do die down really quick the pain i mean you just get on with it and you've got blood in your socks you think yeah i look cool because i've got them anyway yeah. and but i got home and it was proper mank when i cleaned it like there was bits of you know it was basically like a gouge in my shin and went to the walk-in center and i was expecting to get stitches and they're like well yeah we we normally would like stitch like a gash this you know deep but there's just nothing to stitch on because all the skin is so torn up. They're like, well, yeah, we're just what... gonna have... <laughs> it's just gone. Like, we... <laughs> it's just glue. gone. So yeah, we're going to yeah. have to, we're going to have to clean it and just glue it and put loads of stove chips on it. And that's what they had to do. And I've, I've still got the scars and stuff. And as you said, the scar tissue is the worst because you, you just look at it and then it opens up again. Yeah, it just goes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just stare at it long enough and suddenly it just opens again. It's like perforated cardboard and it just goes, yep, straight down the line. I know. So. <laughs> I mean, but no, I mean the shindigs are like the least of my worries. To be fair, now I mean I've I've had some, you know, like falls off where I've really hurt myself in other ways now. So you know, like I mean I've hit my head on the ground a few times wearing a helmet and stuff, which is just you know fundamental that you need to wear a helmet and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know, I always I always bruise my sides and my back in this because obviously all, all the stuff I do, well, some of it anyway, is, is as you said, I'm going really quickly and carrying a lot of speed. So if I come off. 
there's I more opportunity for injury, I find. Yeah. You know, the yeah, faster you go. That's why I tried. That's why I ride trials largely because it's like so slow and static, <laughs> super calculated yeah. and really pre- precise. But um, yeah, that's it. You we, can um, step off the bike. We, we, or we won't keep you too much longer. You and we've had um, had you for plenty of time already, and there's we've a, got some. Yeah, a couple more to wrap up on though. Um, so first one really is just who would you want to see on the Shindig podcast? Well, you should definitely get on Ian Johnston. I mean, Ian he's definitely Johnson, on the list yeah, already. He's, uh, he's on he's the list, on so the that's list another name next to the tally, yeah. We're going to do a uh, whole trial shack bit, I think. That, that's what it'll be with Ian, will be Ian's story. and, and uh, Because he's, he's definitely going into more like, you know, the products and like the bike side of like Yeah, it's it. really good. We're covering sort of like riders and stuff, but it's yeah. very nice to see that he's like, you know, doing product reviews. Um, I like to think on sorry. the website as well. You have like the you know you show your ride like yeah, what, really what bike nice. you've got and stuff. So it's... go and read all that. And I like to think um, he'll push to to the point where anyone in the trials world will go. Here's the new. Here's the new frame. Yeah, yeah. Ian, when it comes out, you can test and, it. Go and test yeah, it. Go and promote ideal. it and be like the official product reviewer. I know Tarty are definitely on board with with Ian from yeah. what I've seen. They'll they are really yeah, yeah. supportive. They've been giving him products and stuff. Supportive of us. So. Um, Good, yeah, great shout, mate. Great shout. Um, so that's the guest. And what have you got a message that you want to give to all the trials riders here, your fans, or uh, any of your followers? Um, yeah, try not to follow trends. I hate trends, I really do. Uh, like, I mean, I, I said it earlier with like people doing foot whips and 270 pivots, uh, yeah, 270 tire taps, and that's all they seem to do. Oh, you know, Fabio does it, Danny does it. Oh, cool, it means we must do it, and then they end up just trying to do that but not riding for themselves they ride for other like they're just trying to be someone else i i mean like we've all been there with stuff i but i've got the most reward out of my riding when i go out and i think you know what out of all the things i can do i think you know i'll do that and i'll do a line and i don't know just just ride for yourself ride for the fun of it ride with your mates don't think it's a competition don't you know don't go out and be gutted that they've got it and you haven't it will come just go out keep riding even if it, it even if you don't want to go out um and it, you know it it was a really shit ride and then it's still good you went out it's still yeah. good you got on the no, bike wise words you, know? you and yeah i totally agree with that and some yeah some days you may feel like you don't want to do this that and the other but once you're there and actually doing it you know it's good for you, you oh, know 100%. It's, exactly you know, uh, you know ride ride what you want you know, there's no rules. I know Ali had those unwritten rules and I, you know, I get them. I do. I get, but they're, they're, they're optional. You yeah. know, they're guidelines yeah. really. It, it, you don't have to do them. I like it. I like Ali. I like bunny hopping. I, I, I like not doing hops. I like this stuff because I like the progression of me trying to do them. It's not that I really care or it's, you know, like I've failed as a rider. It's not. And it's also it's just, a way uh, for you to progress without having to jump up a higher wall or, or put yourself yeah, in more danger. All you're trying exactly. to do is, is tidy up yeah. your your discipline in that way. That yeah. There's actually less and risk, or, probably. Yeah. And also, one more thing is that if you're, like, riding street trials and whatever, it's um, it will really be beneficial to learn some basic trials techniques and moves because it really opens up like a loads more like even just doing street yeah. like on a 24 or something i see a lot of people and all they can really do is all these foot whips and stuff and you know that's their riding's quite limited um i mean if they enjoy it that is that's perfect i'm not saying they have to i'm just saying that it's you know like it really opens up areas to your riding i think you know you should if you're in trials i think 
like like even yourselves like you do like pure tgs trials but you can still do the odd little manual you know you're in the street still you know yeah, we still you can still keep it fun, there's a crossover there. isn't there you know there's it's a crossover connecting them all together the so you're not just always yeah. bound to one move and yeah. it's it's yeah. hard at times when you think oh that's my back top move i'll do that but yeah if you've got all these different things in your bag in your arsenal you can just yeah, pull them out so. and join them all up in that way yeah, exactly. Wise That's words from uh, really you and Beedon. Well, yeah, there. thank you so much, you. And I think there's a lot of insight. You've definitely got, you know, the way your brain thinks in terms of trials. And I think there's a lot of insight that's come out in this episode. Yeah, I've, I've learned some stuff. There's been man. a lot of really cool. ah, like click I'm... moments. So I'm sure uh, a lot brilliant. of people are going to really, really enjoy. Everyone this. knows you as a rider most of the time, so it was nice to go in a little bit of the engineering side too. Which is yeah, that's um... it, mate. I could talk all day about that. Yeah, you know, no, man. Well, we'll, uh... we'll have you well, on you again. We're ending the episode now. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we can't talk all day. We've got places to be. Yeah, we're all going to go on the beers. And, oh, we almost didn't. Did we say his name? No, we didn't. We almost. I, I, I was about to say we're about to go meet him now, right? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> do, come, do we say it? Or do we just leave it? The do we say it? Do we say it? Oh. Yeah, it's Steve Rogers. Oh, no, oh, he made it. Oh, you made it. The episode. Steve you Rogers. You made it. The episode. Steve every Rogers. single episode. Um, so yeah, thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in. I've been Tom, and this has been Matt here at the Shindig Podcast. This is released every single Friday on your podcast platform of choice. If you've not already done so, please get onto Apple Podcasts. And leave us a five-star rating if you've enjoyed this because that helps us get seen. We are a very niche sport and that gets us yeah. out there. And make sure you go and follow Ewan on his all, all of his socials, Insta, Facebook, all that malarkily OnlyFans. Um, so make sure you go and find him on that as well. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, Ewan, thanks again for coming on, man. Thank you so much, guys. Pleasure. I mean, um, yeah, hopefully, well, we'll be riding brilliant. together soon, won't we? Definitely, yeah, yeah, we always cool, do. Man. And, uh, Sundays yeah. at 11. Sundays at 11. Oh, always That's eleven. Key, I always ask the time. I always ask the time. And no, sure see, God, I'd hate it. No. And it's always eleven. <laughs> yes, and it's I know. Sundays at eleven. There's a wall. Let's ride it. Yeah, that's yeah. the keywords. Thanks again, everyone. Take care. Yeah, we'll see bikes. you next week. Love you. Bye. 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 Ah, you